So all fear is about losing control. This is the most important concept of this book. All emotion is based in fear, and all fear is based in the terror of losing control, the ultimate loss of control being death. And taking control, or erecting an illusion of control, mitigates fear. Every emotion can find its way back to fear of death, and conversely, much of human life is about compensating or overreacting to that fear through control. Most individuals do not obsess about death. The fact people don't typically obsess is clear indication a comprehensive system of denial exists. Intellectually, we know we're going to die, but most of us do not perseverate on the reality. We use denial to protect ourselves, and we overcompensate with fantasies of immortality. It is the way we cope. We are in denial about death because it is too emotionally threatening to deal with on a daily basis. So if denial is an understandable way to deal with the fear of death, why write about it? Why not just leave it hidden? We don't leave hidden information because it is our nature to better understand ourselves and our world. Psychotherapy is an exercise in self-understanding, unveiling of truth, bringing to consciousness issues and concerns buried in denial and self-deception. A problem buried will always make its way to the surface, though it may be cloaked. When we construct alter realities in order to maintain denial, the truth pokes the surface and blossoms into symptoms of psychopathology. Several years ago, I treated a woman who had paralysis of her left arm. She had been referred to me by physicians who could find nothing physically wrong. Her arm had been essentially non-functioning for two years. When I inquired about details of her life at the time of onset of the paralysis, she was vague and said it was a long time ago. I was not concerned, however, because her memory for facts weren't the real issue. It was indeed the psychological piece that was buried in her subconscious. We peeled away the layers, danced around innocuous items, then landed on an argument that had occurred between her husband and the patient at about the time she lost functioning of her left arm. This was not a typical argument for them. The patient's husband was very large and imposing, and in this one instance, she stated, he grabbed hold of her upper arm and pushed her into the refrigerator. Her recollection brought a great deal of emotion, a strong fear response, and she openly cried. I asked her to another session, this time inviting her husband. I broached the subject of the argument two years before, and her husband acknowledged the argument but minimized the significance. The patient became angry at his downplaying the physicality of the confrontation. And while her...